welcome to the 23rd episode of the podcast F4. We're calling it that since it's easier to say than food and frightening film fanatics. We're on currently on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Podbean. Please give us a five-star rating. We need all the help we can get. And we're also on Twitter at Food and Fright. And I thought since we mentioned Tony Todd last week when we were talking about the remake of The Night of the Living Dead, it might be a good time to review the franchise that he's most famous for, and that would be the Candyman franchise. There are three movies total in the series. First, Candyman from 1992, directed by Bernard Rose, starring Tony Todd and Virginia Madsen, music by Philip Glass. The second one is Candyman 2, Farewell to Flesh, from 1994, directed by Bill Condon, again starring Tony Todd and Kelly Rowan. Music, again, was by Philip Glass. And the third one is Candyman 3, Day of the Dead, from 1999. This movie went direct-to-home video. It was co-written and directed by Turi Meyer, again starring Tony Todd and Donna Uh, Derrico. Where to watch these movies? I will tell you now, they are not easy to find. The first, Candyman, um, I saw it in theaters originally when it came out years ago. The only place I know of that you can find it now is to purchase a DVD from Walmart for $10. The second, Candyman, is easier to find. It's free on Amazon Prime for members, or you can watch it on YouTube for $3. Candyman 3 is also very difficult to find, not on any streaming services that I know of. Again, you can buy it from Walmart for $10. Uh, Disclaimer, I don't do this normally, but since the reviews of Candyman 3 were so bad, I didn't feel like spending the $10 to actually buy the DVD. Um, So I have not seen that full movie. I did, however... Watch all of the clips on YouTube, and that had uh, all of the major scenes. So I might as well have watched it because I, I looked at all those scenes. And there are quite a few of them available on YouTube. Rotten Tomatoes. Candyman, the first one. Critics gave it a 74. Audiences gave it a 61. Candyman 2. Critics gave it a 29. Audiences gave it a 31%. Candyman 3. Critics gave it a 13%. Audiences gave it a 24%. So you can see in the third one, we are following the usual pattern uh, where the the last one in the franchise is really, really bad. So why should you watch these movies? The number one reason, in my opinion, is Tony Todd. I love him and everything that he does. So um, now the Living Dead remake... Final Destination and Candyman are some of his major roles. And he has such a great uh, voice and stage presence that I enjoy watching him. Um, This series deals with an urban legend, although it's a fictional one, since this is based on a short story by Clive Barker called The Forbidden. (coughs) Excuse me. And we should do um, an episode at some point that covers urban legends. This series also features one of the few African-American leads in a horror movie. Um, And the movies don't directly tackle these issues, but they bring them up. Issues of race, class dynamics, interracial relationships, etc. Interestingly, Clive Barker's original story 
dealt with the British class system in the UK and uh, was not centered in the US. So, major plot points for the first Candyman takes place in Chicago. Virginia Madsen is a woman named Helen Lyle who is investigating urban legends as part of her PhD dissertation. This leads her to the Cabrini Green housing development. So that's a housing development, a notorious housing development in Chicago that used to exist. It doesn't exist anymore, uh, but it did at the time of this filming. And Candyman appears to haunt the area. So the legend goes, if you say his name five times fast, five times into a mirror, he will appear and use a hook that's in place of his hand to slit you groin to gullet. He also wears a long coat, and when he opens it, there's a swarm of bees where his internal organs used to be. Some uh, get this legend confused with that of Bloody Mary, and that is if you say her name three times into the mirror, then Bloody Mary will appear. Um, So Candyman's five times, Bloody Mary's three times. Part of the story is spent with Helen and her friend trying to determine if um, the legend of Candyman is true or someone else is using his name to terrorize the residents and commit crimes in the housing development. Uh, The bodies start to pile up and the real Candyman ends up framing Helen for the murders that he is committing. And in the end, she manages to save a baby and defeat Candyman by fire, but dies in the process. And then she then takes his place as the focus of the legend. So that's Candyman number one. Candyman number two, instead of taking place in Chicago, takes place in New Orleans during Mardi Gras. This time, Candyman is stalking a woman named Annie Tarrant. We learn a little bit more about the history of Candyman. He was from New Orleans and his real name was Daniel Robital. He painted portraits and was commissioned by a wealthy landowner to paint his daughter. And after falling in love with her, uh, and the daughter's name was Caroline Sullivan, she becomes pregnant. And her father and the townsfolk um, do not think much of their relationship and they attack uh, Danielle, they hang him, they cut off his right hand, and they cover his body with honey from a nearby hive, and he's stung to death, and I think they eventually set him on fire. So it's a horrible, horrible death. Um, and we learn a vital clue about Candyman. His power resides in an antique mirror that Caroline gave him. So if you destroy the mirror, you will destroy Candyman, or so they think during this movie. It also turns out, in an interesting twist, that Annie is Daniel's great-great-granddaughter. And, um, wait, let's see, great-great, is she two greats or one great? No, she's one great, great great-granddaughter. And I'm not sure why he's stalking her, since that's one of his descendants, but who knows. So that's Candyman 2. Candyman 3 takes place in Los Angeles during Day of the Dead. And this is the same basic plot as Candyman 2. I don't know why they made it so similar. This time Candyman is stalking Andy's, Annie's daughter. So Annie, which we just talked about from Candyman 2, her daughter, also named Caroline. So that is Daniel's great-great-granddaughter. 
And Caroline is having an art show that features Daniel's paintings. And in this version, like the mirror, the his paintings are the source of his power. So I'm not sure why they bothered to make a third movie that was so similar to the second movie. But So next up, trivia. Uh, the bees in the movies were bred specifically for this purpose. They had to be exactly 12 hours old, so they looked mature, but couldn't do much damage when stinging. Eddie Murphy was once considered for the role of Candyman. Uh, Tony Todd is six foot four, so that makes it a you know a, a very uh, tall presence, um, especially with the women. Uh, Virginia Madsen is allergic to bees, so they had an ambulance standing by when she and the bees were on set, just in case. Uh, Tony Todd was stung 23 times during the shooting of the three movies total. Um, and there are many, there's a couple of scenes that are pretty, uh, pretty hairy in that the bees are coming out of his mouth and that's because he has a guard inside his mouth so that the bees can't go down his throat. So, um, that's a, that's a pretty cool effect. That's pretty scary, especially if you're afraid of bees. Um, let's see, the medicine cabinets, uh, Issue and that's where if you remove the medicine cabinet in the bathroom, you can get into the adjoining apartment. That turns out to be a real thing that they found out while they were researching the first movie, and several actual murders had been committed that way. Uh, that's something that I had not thought of before I saw this movie. Um, exterior shots were filmed at the actual Cabrini Green. The ruling gang was given parts as extras in order to guarantee the crew's safety. And the cruise van was shot at uh, a couple of times as well. Sandra Bullock, who at that time was an unknown actor, was considered for the part of Helen. Uh, it was finally decided that Benjamin Rose's wife, Alexandra Pig, was slated to play Helen, but she became pregnant, so she encouraged her, fr her friend, Virginia, to take over the role instead. So that's how Virginia Madsen ended up with the role. Virginia Madsen was hypnotized during uh, several of her scenes with the Candyman, um, and supposedly she had a trigger word um, that took her out of the hypnosis. Philip Glass did the music for the first two movies. He was not happy with the final version of the first movie and initially withheld permission to use his music. So I would suggest that you check out the uh, Candyman theme song for the first movie, um, it's pretty cool. It's, um, mm, very piano heavy and kind of gothic sounding, uh, but I, I think it's, uh, really good. So he did the music for the first and second movies, and then the third movies they just used stock stuff, which, uh, really, uh, was a step down from the other two. Here's an interesting fact. Good Times was also set in the Cabrini Green housing development, if you didn't know that. And here's something that's truly scary. In real life, there was a serial killer named Dean Coral who was nicknamed the Candyman because his mother owned a candy factory. He was active in Houston between 1970 and 1973 and killed at the minimum 28 boys and teenagers. He used two teenage accomplices to procure his victims. So this is a case where the truth is much, much scarier than fiction. So if you look up Candyman, you may run into some things that list him as well. Um, 
I'm surprised though a lot more people haven't heard about him because he's truly horrific. Uh, Cassie Lemons, who played Bernadette in the first Candyman movie that was Helen's friend, was also uh, a fellow FBI agent in training along with Clarice Starling in Silence of the Lambs, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Veronica Cartwright, who plays Annie's mother in Candyman 2, is one of the queens of horror movies and has been in lots and lots of things, um, many things that we've already discussed, including Invasion of the Body Snatchers, um, the 1970s version. Then she made another appearance in the later remake, The Invasion, and she was in the first Alien. She was in The Birds with Tippi Hedren as a, a young girl. And she was also in The Witches of Eastwick, just to name a few. She's had a very long career. So I enjoy watching her, um, and she's definitely good at screaming and being hysterical in movies. So she's a lot of fun to watch. Donna Derrico, who played Caroline in Candyman 3, has a very interesting past. She was in Baywatch. She was Playboy Centerfold. And she was previously married to Nikki Six of Motley Crue for 11 years. She also did a Kickstarter campaign in order to raise money to travel to Mount Arafat in Turkey in search of Noah's Ark. So that's pretty interesting. Uh, Virginia Madsen was previously married to Danny Houston, who was in American Horror Story, as well as 30 Days of Night and a whole bunch of other things. Uh, he's Angelica Houston's brother. Madsen also has a son with Antonio Sabato Jr. You may remember he was on General Hospital. He ran for Congress. Uh, I'm not sure what he's doing right now. Here's a few uh, Candyman sayings, um, the most popular ones. So, be my victim is one of them. What is blood for, if not for shedding, is a popular one. Our death will be the tale to frighten children to make lovers cling closer to their rapture. Come with me and be my immortal. That's what Candyman says to Helen. And then he also says to her, I am the writing on the wall, the whisper in the classroom. Without these things, I am nothing. So now I must shed innocent blood. Come with me. So... Um, here's something I'm a little bit confused about, and it's the specifics of the Candyman mythology. It seems to be a bit muddled. So, Candyman wants people to fear him, I assume, and this fear is what keeps his memory alive, from those quotes we just read. He will appear and kill those who say his name five times in a mirror, but as we've seen in some of these movies, he just appears and kills people anyway. They don't have to say his name. So I'm not really sure what the trigger is for him. I'm not sure why he's after Helen in the first movie, um, unless he reminds her of his um, uh, the woman he loved in when he was alive. So that might be it. And I don't know if he's just lonely and wants a girlfriend at this point. He since he's a ghost, I don't know how that works. And I don't understand in the second two movies for sure why he's terrorizing his descendants and why they are all uh, blonde women. Um, they all look alike. All three of the lead female characters in those movies look alike for some reason. So 
Surely he has some male descendants he could uh, terrorize, but I'm not sure what he's doing with his descendants. Um, I think he would be better served terrorizing maybe the relatives of the people who killed him in the first place. That might be a good, um, a good thing to do. And then, yeah, those are the major points, I think. But I think if the story was a little bit tighter, um, I would have enjoyed the movies uh, more overall. Also, um, in the second movie, we get more of an origin story, which I'm not sure is always a good thing when you have a, 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 a main villain character because sometimes that makes them much less sinister. And I think that's kind of what happened here and kind of what happened in Rob Zombie's Halloween when they did the whole uh, backstory for uh, Michael when he was in a mental hospital. Uh, Candyman's story from the second movie is a very tragic one, and I would be firm, firmly be Team Candyman if he hadn't kidnapped a baby and then killed a disabled child. Um, otherwise, I'd you know if he's just knocking off bad guys, I say go for it. Um, I'm sure there are, but when you start you know beating up children, that's that's kind of where I draw the line. There's plenty more people who are deserving to be killed, so. In conclusion, I'd say definitely watch the first movie, and the next two, not so much, but like I said, the second one does expand on the mythology. Don't waste your time on the third one, because like I said earlier, it's even very hard to find. You can just watch clips on YouTube, and the, one of the reasons I wanted to do this review today is there is... Uh, there was news this past week that Jordan Peele is working on what he's calling a spiritual sequel to Candyman. So he's going to produce and be the co-writer, uh, but he's not going to direct the movie. And Tony Todd mentioned that he's waiting on the contract. So he will be in the movie in some capacity. It doesn't sound like he'll serve as the main Candyman character, but he'll be there in some way because rumor has it that... Uh, Candyman will be played by Yahweh Abdul Mateen, who, if you will remember, played Black Manta on Aquaman. So that should be, uh, I'm very interested to see that. So I definitely will see it when it comes out. Um, and let's see. So that's it for that part. Uh, thinking about recipes, I obviously it's no surprise that I would come up with something with honey, given the number of bees in these movies. Um, so there is a nice recipe on allrecipes.com for baklava, which is a Greek dessert, and it has very few ingredients. So it has a um, 16 ounce package of phyllo dough, some chopped nuts, a cup of butter, teaspoon of cinnamon, cup of water, cup of white sugar, teaspoon of vanilla extract, and half a cup of honey. And then the directions on how to make it, I will post the link to uh, in the notes. But um, yeah, baklava's, if you haven't had it, I definitely would recommend it. It's very, very tasty. So that's about all I have this week. Um, so I'll probably do another episode when the new Candyman comes out. Again, we don't have a date on that. But I would recommend seeing, uh, like I said, the first movie. Um, and also, like I said last week, the Night of the Living Dead remake, since Tony Todd's in there. 
and um, I'm not sure what else new he's working on now. I think I heard that he was doing something on stage, but I don't have the specifics on that. Anyway, he's a great actor, and I, I enjoy watching him. So until next week, please don't say Candyman five times into a mirror, or you're going to get what you deserve. Um, and I uh, hope you enjoyed that recipe, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks. <laughs>